1: Enlightened philosophers tell us we are divine beings in human form. Mm. Let's get real here. How can we live a busy life with a job, kid, and mortgage and still be spiritual? That's what you want to know. Join C.J. Lou as together we tackle real life issues through a spiritual lens. Talking with experts about relationships, work, and more. Get practical life skills and learn how to touch, feel, and experience a whole new way of living. living, living. This is Fired Up with C.J. The place to go if you aren't a monk, but still want to live a spiritual life. Join the conversation now at FiredUpWithCJ.com FiredUpWithCJ.com
3: Hey everybody, welcome to the Fire It Up with CJ show. Today we have James on Prague, who is one of the pioneers and one of the world's most respected spiritual teachers, and we're going to be talking about his newest book, Adventures of the Soul. And James is going to be sharing with us what happens when we die. I guess 33,000 people want to know or ask that every time when they go to Google search. What happens when you die? And uh, this book is um, a wonderful, wonderful book because it answers practically every single question that you may have about death. What happens? Where do you go? What do you see? Um, And we're going to talk more in depth with James
4: about that. So hi, Rebel. Is James here? Oh, my God. Sorry, I just got here. (laughs)
3: Hi, James.
4: Hi, well, we ended up dying nine one one three times. Don't even ask. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. How are you?
3: I'm doing great. We were talking about your book. I'm so excited about your book, Adventures of the Soul. I love this book.
4: It's great, isn't it? Isn't I it a nice do. Book? Yeah.
3: It is. And you know what? I love you too. I, I when I was reading this book, I thought. What a great man this man is! <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I have a huge <laughs> <Thank> appreciation <you. laughs> of the love that you have for people, and I can feel it in the book. I felt it in your other books, and I can definitely feel it in this book too. And it's just a beautiful thing to to be able to read and feel when you're reading a book.
4: Yeah, well, that's important, I think, and I think, yeah, you get to hear the voice of the person that's writing it, and uh, yeah. that they're standing there talking to you, and that's exactly what I tried to. So thank you for acknowledging that i appreciate it and that's yeah i love this book it's it, like it's, it, you know all, they're all different books and this is um really like a manual i love it i think it's great for everybody in all different levels to you know, okay. get this book.
3: so people are, are are sitting at the edge of their seat what happens when we die um <laughs> i know, that you they that they know about is- it, they've
4: only done it thousands and thousands of times <laughs>
3: Exactly.
4: The they nice thing me, is,
3: they've done it. <laughs> well, the nice thing, here, here's, the, here's the exciting things and the depressing things after reading your book. It's nice that you don't feel anything because I think, you know, the process of dying can be painful. But when you die, there's right. no pain, right? Right,
4: exactly right. Exactly okay,
3: here's right. what depressed me that was in your book. You say, <laughs> well, <laughs> when our minds and our spirits, you know, our body, we leave our bodies. There's a silver cord that attach, attaches us to a network. Um, Somewhat like the internet, I assume.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was a, 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 not a silver cord, kind of like, well, I think I talked about the tapestry. Because at the top of the head there's like a ribbon that yeah. I, I saw my my, my experience that it was some kind of a ribbon sensation. And that at, at the end of our lives, we look at our lives in life review and we see all of those influences we gave to that overall matrix, if you will, of everyone, that we're part of everybody, and we see how we influence the world, positive or negative.
3: Ah, okay, so so the silver cord then attaches to this, at uh, the top of our head, or No, so it's not a
4: silver cord. The silver cord is something very different. The silver cord oh, is okay. your solar plexus, yeah? And okay. that attaches to the spirit, to the physical body. That's the silver cord. What mm-hmm. I was referring to in the book was a ribbon, kind of, a, when I had my vision of near-death experience, when I had the experience, it was kind of like a just a regular ribbon at mm-hmm. the top of the head, like the crown chakra, to, it seemed like a tapestry, if you will, or mm-hmm. a matrix. And I remembered that every thought... I had was transferred as a color in that ribbon. If it was happy or light thoughts, and light, I mean, light colors, pastel colors, if there was uh, negative thoughts, uh, angry thoughts, the colors were muted and darker, and that influenced also that overall tapestry. So at the end of my life, I had the realization that if I when get to the end of my life and I look back at that tapestry, how I influenced it, did it make it more beautiful or did it make it that is nice
3: ah, alright so you had a near death experience so when you had your near death experience you saw these colors that yes. flowed through this ribbon well what now we colors saw, I know I <laughs> saw
4: the colors I know I saw the colors it was more than that because it was, it was a multi it was really interesting it was a multi awareness type of thing it's, I knew it I felt it I was aware that all this happened at once that you know we're responsible for everything that we do um, we really are and how we receive yeah. it how we react so yeah. it, was, it was more than just seeing it it was being aware of that, the knowingness of it all really.
3: And, and, and I saw one of the videos that you have on your website, and you have three, three different videos on your website um, mm-hmm. on what happens when we die, and then you, you did a perfect example where you said, let's say you scream at the person at the coffee shop, you'll feel the pain that you gave that person, and then that person, that, if that person went and screamed at their kids, you'll feel that too. It sounds kind of awful. Um,
4: <laughs> I know. <laughs> isn't it great? It's horrible, isn't it? Isn't that horrible? But I want everybody to know has... It's horrible.
2: <laughs> when you die, it's horrible. If you're a shithead, you'll feel it, and everyone else, they'll feel everything. Now,
4: so this is really important. Now, it's really important. Most religions teach it in their own way <clears throat> in spiritual philosophies, and it really is. Whether you want to call it karma, what do you want to call it? Energy? What do you want to call it, it? Is pure energy. I often say, you know, every as I say in the book as well, we're all God, and God to me is creator. We're the creator. We are part of that. Big force of creation, mm-hmm. and we're constantly creating, creating with our thoughts, and our thoughts are things. So our thought is energy. Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of your life, when you have that life review. You see how you use that energy. And like I said, it's not, it's not those great grandiose gestures like giving money to um, a foundation. It's opening the door for somebody. It's smiling for somebody. It's mm-hmm. it's honoring somebody. So mm-hmm. you, and at the end of your life, you you know people say, is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Yes. It's not religious, it's not like a hellfire and brimstone, and heaven is not harps and, and angels, it's what you've created. So if you lived a decent life, and you did the best you could with what you had, you at least attempted to, because right. this is a schoolroom down here, and we, you know, we're know, in school, we're learning, but at least right. if you attempt to do, bring love and compassion wherever you can, then you've done your job. So when you look back at your life review, it's almost like looking at the tests that you were given, and you right. mark your own test scores. And you see yeah. the influence you had, that your energy had on that person, and on that person, and that person. So, like you said, you go to Starbucks, and you go to the Starbucks, and you say, "Hi, how are you today?" The barista, which I've done this many times, by the way. They look, yes. they look at me now in these Starbucks. You're going then,
3: to heaven for sure. At least <laughs> <the> Starbucks heaven.
4: <laughs> That'd be fine with me. So, and so, what happened was. Um, I, you know, you think about it. Well, if I yeah, said something positive to that person, look at that person that burst went to work that day, was not in a great mood. And if I came in and I changed that energy and I brought it back to his heart space or love or, or just spread that, that vibration, yes. let's just say. And that person felt good, kind of, on some level. Like, that feels yeah. better. And they turned to a coworker and smiled at the coworker. And that coworker turns to call some family member. And they feel good now because that energy being passed around. That's exactly what it is. It's called what we call, it's um, known as the rippling effect. So you have a rippling effect.
3: I'm worried because here's my order. I have a, I have a triple decaf um, <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> I want to be creamy foam. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to be, <laughs> it's called the pain in the butt effect.
4: But, but you know what you said? So you said you, If you say you're worried, that's great. And the reason why I say that in my lectures, and my classes, in yeah. my workshops, I always talk about it because if people have that sense then now, that, listen, when I give out, I get back. What I, I give out, I will see that again when I pass over. It forces them, it forces them then to stop and rethink what they do, rethink how they respond, rethink how they treat people, and it begins the process of mindfulness. They become mm. mindful of their thoughts, the thoughts of energy. They're mindful that they create it. They're mindful that the atmosphere they're giving out is what they're going to experience when they pass. So in that respect, hopefully that will help them to change their, their attitudes and bring them up to a higher level of awareness and mindfulness. And if okay, that's what it a, does, perfect.
3: What's a scorecard? Because, you know, I'm not perfect every single <laughs> moment of the day, although I endeavor. Well,
4: none of us are perfect, but let me just say this. It, number one, you have the awareness. That counts a lot. That counts a lot because you have the awareness. So now when you get to the spirit world and you have your life review You can't say to them, you know. I knew nothing about this, because that's what they're gonna say. Oh yes, you did. You spoke to James Van Prague on the phone. You read his books. You're responsible now. So now I'm giving you back responsibility. Sorry, honey.
3: Curse me just. Sorry, honey.
4: Aren't you happy I called?
3: Wow. Okay, so if you have the awareness, you're given the chance of knowing, and then you still acted like a jerk. But, you know, okay, so let's say I'm a jerk 50% of the time and pretty nice kind of 50% of the time. Um, what happens during a SLIFER review? Is it like, oh, no. Oh, okay. Like, what, what happens? Is it, do you feel both the, do you, I don't know if you recall, because I'm sure this happens when you're in a different state, but do you recall how long it lasts? Is it? Like a half an hour, an hour, like I know you can't even tell time, but and then mm-hmm. what do you feel during a life review?
4: Well, number one, it's missed opportunities, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> missed opportunities. So people often ask me, you know, my loved one, are they in heaven or hell? I say, well, how do they live their life? Because as you know, in this earth world, when we do something, we say something to someone we really don't mean, and we need something we shouldn't have said or shouldn't have done, mm-hmm. we feel kind of bad about it for a little bit. We really do it. It plays over in our mind over and over again. Imagine when you're in a dimension when there's no time that's made of pure thought and your thoughts are 10 times, 20 times, 30 times stronger. Imagine if you don't like what you did to somebody, you feel really bad. It can be for a while until you forgive yourself fully.
3: Mm. <laughs> right. okay so I, I, have, I have i know i've done a bunch of programs on forgiveness but if i can actually forgive myself at that moment and now you know what i made mistakes i'm only human I exactly
4: to then you're fine then, then, you're, I, then you're aware mm-hmm. then, then you're aware and next thing that, we'll do that
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, let's go more into the details. So, I want to just, I want to get really granular here. I don't know why. I guess it's my nature. And I guess some something will become... Rever- granular
4: is- or granola? I'm not
3: would What you say? <laughs> I get I'm in granular. Colorado
4: right now. I'm sorry. I want
3: to be granular about this granola. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, <laughs> so, here's the thing that kind of depressed me. You said that when we die, our consciousness, you know, where our minds and thoughts still remain there. I, I kind of had this image of me floating in to have him being a slightly like instead of cj 1.0 cj you know 5.0 at least a little (laughs) bit better version of myself but yet i but is it true do i just remain cj 1.0 or do i do i get a little bit
4: better when i go up there oh you're just a mess okay (laughs) okay So it's hard to explain, and I just did this today on my TV show, it's hard to explain a lot of this because we put our human comprehension on to, to another dimension. Yes. So it's hard to put a three-dimensional law or rules onto a fifth or sixth dimension, right? Yes. The thing is this, it seems as if people that, when they pass over, they're exactly the same as they were here. So if you have a certain mindset, for instance, a certain religion, right. you will have the same belief system when you pass. So my mother was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. and she went to Mass every day, the whole thing. When she passed away, a priest came to get her because that was her belief system. Yes. Some people see Jesus. That's her belief system. Is it really Jesus? Hmm, I don't know. It's a belief system. So yeah. that belief system, that world exists for that person to believe that. So, yeah. the, and, and, and the opposite, this is really interesting too. So if someone was a non believer, let's say, in life after death.
3: Yeah, an atheist.
4: Oh, this is a great one. What do you have this one? Yeah. It's a great story. I was doing a demonstration for something like I'm going to be doing in Seattle. I was doing this demonstration, and I'm talking to this girl, and her mother came through, or some relative, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this spirit man next, close to her, and he's folding his arms, and I knew that was her dad who passed. Mm. And I'm talking to the girl, and I'm not telling you yet about him, because I'm having a conversation with this man in my head with him, and I said, you're her father. He goes, yes, I don't want to talk to her. And I said, well, why, why? And he's folding his arms, and he said, I didn't believe in this on earth. Why would I want to do it now? Seriously, That's so seriously. Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that tell you everything?
2: That
4: is. <laughs> Doesn't that tell you everything? So it's like unbelievable, but they have that belief system. It's so yeah. strong a belief system that they're holding on to it. Now, it's the same thing here on the earth. We mm-hmm. can change. We can open ourselves up. We can take the time and process becoming more mindful, becoming more aware, becoming more compassionate. We have that choice. We have free will to do that. We can go and help someone across the street or let them suffer across the street on their own. We have that every day. We have a, a choice. That's yeah. what life is. Life is a series of choices. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what we're down here to learn about choices. And all choices are based upon either love or fear. And that's yeah. it. That's really it. So in the spirit world as well, in those dimensions, you can grow and evolve over there. You bet you can. But you also can stay in a certain belief system as long as you choose to. If you don't want to grow, you won't grow. Mm-hmm. I was once at a seance with a very famous physical medium named mm-hmm. Leslie Flint back in England. And, uh, and actually, people can hear this on the, on the internet. There's actual tapes of this. And he was actually the fo- a physical medium where a voice box would appear in the air made of ectoplasm. Uh, a true story, amazing story. Sitting in a seance room And speaking of highly evolved beings, through the voice box, and all of a sudden a lady comes through, and they call her, I think, Salvation Annie. And -hmm. she said, you're all going to go to hell. This is a dead person (laughs) speaking. And the man who spoke over her, the the spirit guide, said, she's unaware of what's going on. He said, she's on a realm where she's unaware of anything else. That's the realm Mm -hmm. that she's at. So Mm -hmm. it, it seems that we can go, you know, you have to earn your way to go higher to the higher realms with love. You and those of the higher realms come down to the lower ones, but you can't uh-huh. just go to the higher realms. You've, you've kind of earned it.
3: Um, you can go to any point if you're in the upper realm to like chat. There's different planes: there's astral plane, there's the ethereal plane, and then there's the angelic plane. Are we talking? About to go to their little like go to all the people who love Starbucks coffee and we're just gonna sit and talk.
4: You're are you on a cell phone?
3: Yeah. No. Can you hear me? Okay.
4: You're going in and out, so I just wasn't sure.
3: Okay. It's um, it's talking back and forth. Yeah.
4: I, I, you're 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 coming in and going out, so I can, and I have to do a psychic uh, interview here where I have to get a psychically pick up what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Rebel, how's the sound on your end? Is there anything I need to do for my sound? Uh, no, you sound okay. I can get it now. I, I, oh, I, can you get just, it now? Now I get you. I, I, know, okay. I think it's about the different realms which exist. Yeah, so
3: there's, there's the astral realm, there's the uh, ethereal realm, there's the angelic realm. So when you're at, in these realms, you can actually go to other... In the astral realm, can you travel around in various places, including going to the ethereal realm, or do you have to get
4: an invitation to go? So... And the Bible says, my father has a house with many mansions and mm-hmm. and what I believe that means are the various spiritual levels that exist, which I think there are mansions, mansion and my that my house of i you mean know, levels within levels and levels worlds within worlds, and I think you go to that level which you've created based upon your thoughts your words and your deeds so if you uh, live this certain life and you're that you will go to that that level which you've created right. that being said. We as a spiritual being exist on many levels. So right now, this is the densest part of ourselves, the physical part. But there's also, you know, the different aspects of our beingness on the ethereal part right now, the mental part, the emotional levels. So you do, you know, you are a part of other levels higher. But um, you get to the highest levels through the energy of love. And that's really what it's Mm. about.
3: Okay. Yeah. So even within the astral plane, if you want to There are many to regions better, within the astral world. Yeah, Many okay. regions, yep. Okay, got it. And can I visit any of the regions if I'm like, hey, I want to check out what's happening in the Muslim area? Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They talk all the about taking um, tours, if you will. Um, my oh. mother came through once and said, I went to the lower astral world. And it's a shame because um, people aren't aware there, where they're living in, in a little, like, hovels or houses, darker. Uh-huh. People don't love each other. It's a little, you know, they're different realms. And, um, yeah, it's, it's it's like here, in a way, like, going to some alleyways or going to some mansions. I mean, yeah. it, you know.
3: Wow, interesting. Okay, now, um, question for you. So, now, um, so I get it, you, you kind of, like, I, I get there. I'm CJ 1.0 when I die. I'm CJ 1.0 there, and the only way I can can become CJ 5.0 is if I if I l- learn to love within those realms, and then I kind of go to other maybe higher realms. Is that the idea? There's that is still
0: still
3: okay. All right. Now, what happens to my body when I die? Am I do I do I can I come back as Cleopatra? That's what I really want to know. Or do I have to no. remain in the same body that I have now? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, you—the body is gone. Worms eat it, baby. That's it. You're done. Okay. So, okay. You're not your body. The body's only a vehicle that you use for a very short period of time for your spirit to express yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What form do I show up in? Well, like well a- let me sh- let me show you that. So so if you decide to come back on this Earth level, your soul decides to come back here. Yes. With your other souls, your family members, or your teachers, and and soul right. mates. You know, we right. choose to come back at the most optimum time for our souls to grow. Yes. So you will pick a time when you will um, come back where it's really advantageous for your own growth, okay? Mm -hmm. And you come back as a sole group with people. Mm -hmm. You tend to come back, it seems, not only do you evolve spiritually, but you also have to work with the genetic link that you have as far as physically within Mm -hmm. that family unit. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, if there's a family unit that's genetically disposed to high blood pressure, it's almost like that has to be worked out through the generations. Mm -hmm. You also have to come back with what the variants are for the physical and the bodies that 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 family group is known for or to work out.
3: Right. Make sense? Okay. Yes. But then what happens once I leave that body when I'm up in the spirit world can I take the form of a cat, Cleopatra or do I am I, do, do I have to be in that spirit world or you a copy? Like, what do I what can I be?
4: Well, You are light, so you're, you know, what we're talking about here, you might, but they won't even have there. You can have...
0: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
4: 18 plus. Some a- a- essence of light. of You identify more with that light being than you are a physical being. It uh, okay. might be a whole different form than we're even aware of in this three-dimensional world.
3: Ah, uh, interesting. Okay, got it. so So it, because we're all energy when we're there, we can probably take a lot of different forms.
4: Okay, for instance, that. why can't you be part of an animal? It's the same thing. It's like water. Why can't you seep into everything? We are part of everything anyway. It's, we, have this, we have this rule in this three dimensional world that we've got to be in a box and be right. limited. We're not. We're just the opposite. We're limitless
3: yeah okay got it now question for you there are people who can't cross over what's happening for those people like it that they, they the buddhists have this idea of the bardo which is supposedly i think an in-between place between heaven and earth or the astral plane and earth where people who seem to get confused just kind of hang out um is that what ghosts <laughs> disembodied ghosts are i'm i I know i'm just confused so help, help me educate me please <laughs>
4: You're just crazy. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, like, I think all, a lot of uh, many, many traditions have yeah. belief systems where there is that purgatory, that bardo, that, 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 that hanging out area yeah. that right after you, you, you leave the body. I, I do believe that there is an adjustment period, no doubt about it. I, mm-hmm. I think that every individual has a different experience. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for, for instance, one might be one person who goes directly into light, <laughs> not pass and go, there you go. Yeah. Um, and there might be another person who's so mindset. It's so connected to family. It's so connected to unfinished business. It's so connected to, God, I've got to give my wife that insurance policy. She'll never find it. i got to stay close yeah. to the earth mm-hmm. atmosphere in order to influence her where that is. And that we can call those ghosts, if you will. So mm-hmm. there might be those that have not passed right away over because they still have obsessed with something on this earth. Right. Think mm-hmm. of a mother who dies in childbirth and has a baby. She's not going to want to go right into the light of the high vibration because in her mind, she thinks the closest she can be to that baby It'll help, and that is Earth, so she'll stay close uh, to the atmosphere uh, of the Earth. Okay, okay. Was saying, so it's all the mind, isn't it? It's all the mind concepts. Uh, it's all the mind. Again, okay, so that person,
3: in that case, that mom who stays to be closer with her baby, is she in the astral plane, but she's just kind of hanging out closer to Earth,
4: even though she's. Sure, exactly, exactly. A uh-huh. region very close to the Earth, a doorway, a, a, a place which is in between the physical and the spirit or the astral yeah. you know, in that level.
3: Yeah. Well, I love the, the example that you gave in your book. So we're talking to James on Prague. we're talking about Adventures of the Soul, his newest book. And uh, if you want to find out more about James and also us, you can check us out at com. And James, tell me about the, um, your website and where we can find out about you're coming to um, Seattle this
4: weekend, right? To talk Seattle about- this weekend. Everybody listening, hearing my voice right now, you need to go to this workshop and to go to the demonstration. <laughs> okay, so Friday night, and if the university in media ship is a great opportunity. Yeah. Friday night, I'll be in Seattle um, doing a demonstration, which is a three-hour communication with spirit. It's mm-hmm. a really interesting, and I'm going to do a blending where I've actually have people in the audience will do a blending, bring it through their loved ones that way,
1: mm-hmm. and then
4: Saturday and Sunday, I'm doing a workshop there. And I'm going to help people to open up to mediumship, intuition, but doing mediumship as well and doing mm-hmm. it in a way, which I'm sure that a lot of them never experienced before, with the emphasis is going to be evidential mediumship, where you bring through yes. names, descriptions, details. Not just yes. those. This Lady Hinchin feels good. No, that's a bunch of crap. You yeah. want to get the real evidence. So I'm going to be teaching. I have a lot of friends in Seattle. A lot of people in Seattle are great. Their minds are so open. And I just need they need a little more grounding, some of them. <laughs> and um, a couple more cups of Starbucks. The present,
3: present, present company
2: excluded, I have. Yeah,
4: hope. can we just ground you just a little bit, maybe? Just we'll, okay. We're going to dig a hole, put you down to Mother Earth, and let her talk to you for a half hour.
3: <laughs> I'm not that bad. I actually think I'm pretty grounded. Maybe not. You I think,
1: don't know. You
4: think.
3: I think I am. You're the one who flew in here halfway through the interview. Me- I was talking
4: about suicide to somebody else. I'm sorry. I couldn't get out of that okay. one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay
3: that's how that's that's good you were late for good reason okay I have um, I I have another I have a list of
4: crazy questions let me finish your question wait let me answer it oh yeah yeah so Seattle so if anyone's interested they can go on my website which is www.vanprag v-a-n-p-r-a-g-h dot com and go to the events page or they can also go on my Facebook page, which is James Van Prague, and it's the fan one, which I think we have like 300,000 people. And I yes. go on there every day, and I'm, I write in there, and I, that's the people who communicate with me is Facebook. Yes. So that's the best way.
3: Yeah, and you know what? I actually am not a medium. I did go to your class, and I still had fun. So even if you're not,
4: <laughs> you should go. That was a great class
3: it was a really great class and it was so fun yeah. really, that class made me totally ungrounded so if I'm ungrounded right now <laughs> me blame worse. me it's <laughs> no, totally your fault because you're you're <laughs> vibrating at a higher level energy just shaking me all up and getting me all crazy I'm, bl- I'm totally blaming you <laughs> why not okay let's get an actual plane then so, uh, so what I heard what I read from your book um, Adventures of the Soul was that the astral plane kind of looks like, uh, like a luxury resort, vo- resort version of your current life, right? I mean, it kind of looks and feels
4: like Earth. Is that right? Everything we have here in this – everything we have on this Earth that is positive, like lakes and, and trees and gardens and flowers, we have there and then some. So there are colors over there which we don't have here, which we're not mm-hmm. even aware of. It's a, it's a very multifaceted, beautiful, incredible place. One story I've heard, um, and I've heard many, but one in particular, I remember, I just love this, was um, a, a woman, um, her husband had passed over 40 years before she did, and they were so in love with each other, so in love that it was heartbroken. She never married anybody else afterwards. When she passed to the other side of life, one of the first things he did was he, he escorted her over, brought, showed her around, and brought her to his home, which she was like, well, it's a beautiful home. And that, no, it, it's just, it fits his character, the home.
1: Mm-hmm. He went to the
4: back garden. And there was a beautiful garden, and he said, this is my flower for you. And he starts mm-hmm. showing you the flower, and he's, he's saying, this is how much I've missed you, and I love you. And the mm-hmm. flower starts growing, and all these beautiful colors, reds and oranges and purples and pinks, and it got more beautiful as it was growing. Taller, 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 taller like Jack the Beanstalk, overtook the house, was higher than the house. And it was Mm. the most beautiful color. He said, That's all the energy of the love I've had for you for the past 40 years. So, things like that, you know, it's all these magical kind of things we think is magic here. It's almost like. Probably, you know, Disneyland uh, 10 times stronger. Yeah, (laughs) wow. All the positive things, you
3: know. Yeah. So is that what helps us evolve is because we're in an environment that's full of love and compassion already, that if we didn't arrive there that way, that perhaps just being there with that environment vibrating around should help us out.
4: Well, I think so. having that awareness, having the awareness, number one, that, that we're more than just what we think we are and that mm. there's that there's always a better way and to get to that better way that atmosphere of course goes also a lot with, self, with believing in self and loving yourself but I will say that it's really really important that once you have that awareness that things get better and better with love you then inside your soul you open yourself up to the awareness that if I love more I'll experience even better things so that's mm. why we keep on coming back to the earth because we mm. want more and more of an experience that's really what it's mm. about mm.
3: Okay, so um, what kinds of things, you know, so you talk about that it's really love, compassion, empathy, positive thoughts that we're trying to, you know, try to figure out how to do that here on earth because when we go up there, when we get to our next life, we'll be able to take all those qualities and things with us.
4: But in your soul, your soul memory, you bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: okay. Okay. I've, I've completely got lost you know what I did I got grounded and then I got lost look what happened I was grounding my body when you talk and then I got lost oh no I know, I know the question I was going to ask the question I was going to ask is about soul schools so in one another one of your books that I read a while ago you talk about schools that you get to go to which I love education so I want to hear all about these soul schools and what happens in these soul schools
4: well, well, I mean, again, we're placing, we're placing um, a human conception of these things, so it's hard, you know, to get a full sense of it. But the, the things we have down here, such as our schools and, and, and ha- laws, um, higher halls of learning and awareness and, you know, uh, places of learning, they have that and then some on the other side. So they mm-hmm. celebrate learning. They celebrate expansion of, of wisdom, of knowledge, halls of wisdom, halls of knowledge over there, um, that they celebrate that. And so you can always, your soul can experience that, the higher truth, the higher philosophies, if you will, from the highest of levels, bring it all the way down. And you could be a student in that side for a long, long time. Mm. Again, we're talking about, you know, it's infinite. It's not, you can there for two years, come back to earth. You don't. You gather knowledge, you gather wisdom, you gather all this. Perhaps you're going to be an artist in your next life, and you go to school to perfect your uh, innate qualities of art and structure and aesthetics. So you mm. study prepare for your next incarnation. Yeah. Um, and that's what you do. You prepare. Uh, I things you to prepare for next time around, if you will, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you don't come back empty-handed. You come back fully loaded with what you need inside you to succeed. And there are those beings that come back to the earth who don't have any sense of who they are that until they pass over and they, oh my God, I had all this inside me and I didn't even realize it. Mm So that's pretty sad, but Mm -hmm. sometimes that's you know that's what it is. That's what
3: happens. Yeah, right. Which is why there's a spiritual journey to find your essence on the inside. What the special qualities were that you were designed to do, right? I mean, exactly. that's the game. That's the ultimate game that we're playing. So it's about figuring those things out while you're here on Earth. Um, so do you think when we're up there, we're learning? Do you think that we know what our next life is going to be? Because in, in an example that you gave as an artist, that presumes that the person would know that they're an artist, so they would be studying that. Do we know? Oh, yeah. So we know the soul group and where I'm going to be coming back again. And you what I'm You going discuss to do. that with
4: your guides and your teachers. You bet. You definitely do.
3: Wow. Wow. Interesting. And so it's it, it's, it's so, the thing that's hard for me is actually the conception, human conception I have of time.
4: Exactly. Because like, it's like human how, conception.
3: Yeah. Like, how do you deal with, what if some of the people in my soul group are like, I'll catch you the next life. You know? <laughs> I don't want to go down yet because I'm still having so much fun, you know, doing... Oh. X, you know, we're, y all connected.
4: And Z. we're all connected. So you know, it's it's more like um it's it's more like you, you, you do this together. You don't do it by yourself. There's not a sense of one separation there, the sense of yeah. oneness. You're all connected. So there's not a sense of individual per se. You right. help to benefit each other. That's really yeah. what it's more about.
3: Yeah. Okay, now I want to talk about your um when you actually I had have five it. minutes, honey. Then I got you
4: another call. I'm sorry. I had another call yeah, coming in. I, I want to ask a about... Stu- a book tour, sorry.
3: Okay, no, I know. So I want to talk a little bit about your near-death experience and how it changed you when you came up, like what you saw and how your life has changed since then.
4: Oh Well, you know, that one number thing I first talked about was a ribbon, which is really important to, to know so. that. That was, that was really important. Uh, so I had the awareness of, of again, and I, I, of course I teach this, but I became aware of the power of my thoughts, you know, I became aware of the energy that I share with other people, that right. that's really, really important, mm-hmm. and that I have to be mindful, uh, try to be mindful of that in all my, in all my uh, experiences on this earth, how I treat people, how I mm-hmm. speak to people. You know, I've got to be mindful that well, I'm human, we're all human, we're learning, but it's just having an awareness that it really does matter, mm-hmm. so that, that's a big one.
3: Mm-hmm. right so actually it shifted kind of once you understood like it's what you do here on this earth and what and what you're doing and how does that manifest in your current like you know because you're doing you're, you're on a book tour you've, you've you're talking to me you got to leave in like three minutes from now you've got all these interviews how do you maintain that sense of mindfulness and then people are asking you to do readings you know like talk to my dead grandmother how do you how do you
4: well, that's what wow. just happened before you. I somebody was suicidal. Like I can't do that right now because there's a time, time and a place. So, it was, I, uh, there's a time when I'm ready to be open. I'm do a TV show I just finished today, and the right. time for it. I just got to just you know um, just be who I am. I mean, really, <laughs> that's really what I'm just me. You know me. I'm, I'm just who I am. I'm nothing more, nothing less. I'm just who I am. Yeah. And hopefully, something I say will resonate as truth within somebody. If it doesn't, I can't help that. I can't force people to become more open. Everybody has their own journey that they're on, and they have to be mindful of their own journey and their own time. And and that's true with my my um, work that I do as far as workshops, like the demonstration this Friday. People are going to go there, and they're not even going to be aware that I'm going to be aware of it. So that's mm-hmm. you know so that. That's what happened. That's what happens. <laughs> okay. okay i got to go. Think? I love you. Okay. Thank you. I look All forward right. to seeing you in you Seattle. Too.
3: Okay, yes. I hopefully, I'll see you there. Okay, thank you so much, okay, guys. Okay, take care. Bye. All right, <laughs> so we've got some questions in the chat room, I think. So let's see the kind of questions that we have. Um, I was going to ask about when his near-death experience happened and did it change his focus of his books oh gosh i'm so sorry i i just saw that question um let me see some of the other questions that we're getting um let me see when we get any other questions out there that people want to call in the tours of the afterlife i got that question rebel do you have a sense of what that meant i'm not sure what the tours of the afterlife meant um in the beginning of the interview i'm looking at the chat room
2: in the beginning, uh, of I the see interview, that Gloria is there, and she was
3: asking about. Uh, um, uh, let's see. I think I, I don't see a ton of questions out there. So, in the beginning of the
2: interview, um, yes, he talked about what sounded like. Um, it sounded like tours of the afterlife. I guess that's what everybody got about it. Um, right. It's quite interesting. Yeah. No. So
3: the, 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 you mean the idea that like once you're actually in the astral plane that you can go to other dimensions? That's what I heard him say, yes. that you can actually travel to other places like his mom who traveled to a different place. That's what I got from it. Would,
2: yes. Was that in the afterlife or was that during he, now, the lifetime? Uh,
3: Okay, yeah, I I got the sense that it was during the afterlife. So someone passes over, they go to the astral plane. And once they're in the astral plane, there are all these dimensions within the astral plane. And what I was asking is, hey, can you actually go to these other planes? Like if I wanted to go to, let's say these astral planes are aggregates of people who have like beliefs could i actually go over to say see the muslim group or the catholic group and kind of see and and i got the sense that yeah you can travel around and see places
2: now i have heard that i believe the american indians could travel almost like in a dream state yes and go to different places out-of-body experiences and all yeah, there's
3: two, two, two different things. One is um, I actually have been studying shamanism. And in shamanism, they actually have a process where they start playing shamanic music that gets your brain into certain brave brain wavelength that you know into theta brain which is not quite consciousness it's not quite being unconscious but it's in place in between and when you actually go into those states you can go travel to these other planes they call them non-ordinary realities where they're planes of realities um which i think is a form of astral projection and then there's um there's i actually have a video on my site with um william bullman and he talks about uh astral projection and that's a completely different thing where you have a process and you literally have a process where you're sleeping and you disconnect from your body and you float around and and visit all these different planes of reality I think that that's you can do that while you're alive (laughs) shockingly
2: but what happens if you can't
3: get back you know I I asked that question to William Bowman and what he said is that there's a silver cord and he it's different than the the ribbon that james was talking about it seems like there's also a silver cord that attaches to your body and i got the sense that he said there's a silver cord near your stomach area i think that there's a silver cord that attaches and that what what um james said in his book adventures of the soul is that um you're attached to this this uh you're attached via this cord and you don't ever get detached unless you die then you get detached and and when I asked William Bowman I said can you ever get lost and he said no I mean you're always attached to the cord he said that he tried to chop the cord off (laughs) he couldn't so I don't know I mean it's I I I I don't know that I'm just repeating what he said but it seemed the whole thing seems kind of
2: outrageous to me (laughs) it seems fun but scary at the same time yeah,
3: I think, you know, the thing that's so interesting, because on that post um, that I did on Astral Projection, there's probably, gosh, like fifteen, eighteen thousand 18,000 people that have looked over that post. And some of them are folks who are like, oh, you're, this is devil's work. You're going to go visit a really scary place. And that's where you'll be, you know, you you can kind of talk to dark spirits and all this stuff when you do Astral Projection. And I, I think what they mean by that is when I, when if I were to follow the thread that I heard James say, and then... And then what I remember, recall from William is that what happens is you go to whatever level your consciousness is at. So if you think that the world is fearful, awful, and full of spooky things, guess where you're going to go when you go up there? <laughs> That's where you're going to go. So I think, I think it can be scary. It kind of depends on your level of consciousness when you go up, I think.
2: Does that, that make sense? That would make sense. I, I mean, whatever you're thinking about is what you kind of project that you're going to see. Yeah
3: yeah and then and if you're you thinking scary awful thoughts you'll see scary awful things if you're thinking loving thoughts or you know I think that you can actually even try to go into certain areas within it like William Bullman talks about he actually dives into his own body I don't even know how he does it but he said in his astral projection he goes to a place where he sees himself and he sees all the elements of his self his essence all those kind of things it's kind of I, 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 that's the thing that fascinated me most about his astral projection because that sounds pretty cool if you could do
2: it actually does um, we're almost about out of time for today Okay. All right. Well, thank you, guys.
3: Thank you so much for showing up. Um, uh, we were talking to James on Prague about his newest book, Adventures of the Soul. Again, he's going to be coming to Seattle um, October 4th and 5th, and he's going to be teaching a class, and you can sign up for it with the East West Bookstore. And uh, make sure to go to Fire It Up with CJ on our webpage, www.firedupwithcj, and then you can also find us on Facebook, and then you can find me on Google at cjliu. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rebel. Thanks so much, everyone. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Fired Up with CJ. You can join the conversation, contact CJ Lou yourself, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and find her Facebook page. And check out more shows online now. Get links to it all at firedupwithcj.com.